What's up, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of What the Fun Cast, another spoiler cast. A Star Wars movie is out, and it's time to spoil it. I'm one of your hosts, Paul. Joining me is the Jedi himself, Ahmed Skywalker. Yeah, too bad my lightsaber's broken. It's fine. I'm it's broken? It. It's not broken, but like it's not right. What like, happened? I think, I don't know, ever since I took that battery compartment out, nothing's been the same. Really? My batteries died. And, like, I think you can't keep the batteries in there for, like, extended periods of time because it just, like, okay. constantly drains them. So, That's bullshit. Because... I don't know. Like, it must be the issue, though, because, like, every time I take it out, which is, I don't know, like, once a month when, like, a friend is over and they're like, ooh, cool, lightsaber. And I'm like, ooh, let me show you. And I flip it on and nothing happens. And I have to change the batteries. And it really ruins the whole moment. So. That, that is sucks. really annoying. So, I don't, I'm sure there's a fix online somewhere where it's, like, you know. Disney will hate this, you know, but whatever. <laughs> oh my I'm God, sure there's yeah. something crazy, but Anyways. anyway, yes, this is episode 67 and a half, the rise of Skywalker spoiler cast. Uh, so yeah, my, my lightsaber is also, you know, I don't know. I, I picked it up and it was like, let's see. Will it, Ready? will it light? Will it blend? Anyways, when the switch was flipped the whole time. See, uh, that's what happens. Anyways. That's how they get you. Spend two hundred dollars, like and, and then you're dead. Oh my god! And I've like, I'm pretty sure I like stripped the screw where the battery compartment is in because I've like changed them so many times. So I'm like, you know what? What if I just? Die? I feel like the hill is not this big in the movie. It's maybe like not. this is massive. Like it's bigger than my head. It's a little large. No, they're about the same size. It's realistic. Maybe they, maybe they just got big hands. Well, because we have like specific ones. We don't have Jedi ones. Look different. Oh, 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 you're right, you're right. Sorry. Also, wait a minute. Speaking of lightsabers. Wait, well, hold on a second. I, I won't spoil anything just yet. Okay, so hold on. Let's do a spoiler-free review real quick. And uh, if don't you're mess this up. You don't want spoilers, but whatever. You're a fool, you know what? but whatever. Okay, all right, all right, forget it. We're just going to spoil everything. So <laughs> if you came here for no spoilers, leave. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Uh, we, leave at this right point, now. fair warning, we're going to spoil... All of the Star Wars saga at this point, uh, including, but not limited to, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. So, you've been warned. I'm dragging this out so you have a second to hang up now. Yeah, if you're driving and or you're putting on makeup or washing your hands, I don't know what you're doing. When you listen to podcasts, cooking maybe, and you have chicken on your hands or something. He said, if you're cooking and you have chicken. <laughs> I don't know. Giving people the ample time to be like, oh my god, no, please. So. Some Yeah, some boo-boo the fool skipped to like five minutes. Like, oh my god, I can't believe there's spoilers in here. Well, no, it, if you were listening to episode 65 and then you just let it autoplay to this one, maybe you, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. So You mean you mean 66 or 67? No, I 67. I didn't say 65, did I? Oh, you did. It's on recording. No! done for now. <laughs> I meant 67. Anyways. All right, that's it. It's over. So... Five, spoiler four, time. three, two, one. It's spoiler time. I can't believe all the porgs died. <laughs> I can't believe. No, there's there's a few things that I can't believe about this movie. I mean, they overall, had two porgs in the movie. I can't believe about that. There were two only little two porgs, porgs chilling there. And did you want more, or did you not want them at all? Uh, no, I wanted more. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Big fan um, of porgs. Instead, we had talking human speaking Dio. Dio was kind of cute. I don't he know. was cute. I he was like him. a little bit cute, but like no, I like, liked oh. him. What did he? What did he keep saying? He said he's no, like, thank you. He's like no, thank you, no, thank you. He's like hello, and then someone reached out. He's like no, thank you, no, thank you. I'm like wow, me. He's like that one. What is it? There's a vine or something of like some kid that's like no, thank you. 
It's oh, like someone's about to like pour water on top of this girl's head, and she's like, "No, thank you, no, thank you." And that's what oh I felt. Oh my god! Like they gained inspiration from that. Like, yeah, we like that vine. We'll put that in the movie. Oh my god, please. Anyways. So, so what did you? Oh my gosh, I must be screaming too loud. My microphone was like, "You're going down." Anyways, I didn't notice any change in volume. <laughs> You're oh, fine. Cool. <laughs> Anyways, so okay, why don't we start with uh... just initial reactions? Yeah, yeah. Let's start with initial reactions. When I first got out of the theater, I was like, I don't know how to feel. Because there was a there was a lot of scenes. I mean, not a lot of scenes, but there was a few scenes and like one specifically right at the end where I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? That like, I don't know, I wasn't sure if I liked it or not overall. But after like sleeping on it and discussing it on Twitter and whatever, I'm like, you know, I did like it. I think it was a good movie overall. Um that's not to say it was perfect. It had its issues, whatever. But I think overall, it's generally a good movie. Is there any perfect Star Wars movie? Probably um, Empire Strikes Back, I guess. Or as close to perfect as it can get. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess when I look at... like People talk about Avengers and the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Star Wars. I guess we can call it whatever. Cinematic Universe as well. I don't think there's any perfect movie in that unless it's like a best picture nominee in the sense that they got everything right they got the cinematography right they got the um the acting is right the sound effects are right the editing the mixing and everything in between is is perfect i don't think there's anything or there's there's no such thing as a perfect star wars movie kind of like so i don't know so obviously the reviews hit the other day right and we saw it and it's sitting at like a 59 percent or something on rotten tomatoes which I think is so far above and beyond ridiculous and just so over-dramatized. And it's people that are clearly looking for attention because I personally would rewatch this movie over The Last Jedi. Really? Yes. And that was just the way I looked at it. The Last Jedi, like that whole casino scene, is so dragged out in that movie that, I don't know, I wasn't a big fan of it. But otherwise, I mean, it wasn't a terrible movie, but... I don't know, it just wasn't, it wasn't The Force Awakens, this was more like The Force Awakens, so I was thinking about it this morning, if you like The Force Awakens, you'll probably like this movie, if you didn't like The Last Jedi, you'll probably like this movie, if you like The Last Jedi, you're probably going to be mixed or indifferent about this movie, which... That's where I am, I think, because I'm a, yeah. so, I wouldn't say The Last Jedi was the best one of the sequel trilogy, but I did like it a lot more than... I don't know, than most other Star Wars movies besides, like, the original trilogy. But I still think I like The Force Awakens the best. And then I really like Last Jedi. <laughs> and I would say that this one might be the, the weakest of the three for me. I don't know. Like, it's still good. Like, the, it's if I had to rank them, I would rank them in that order, but it's still good. So, you know what's funny? I wonder what it would be like for a newcomer to watch The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker back to back, like one after the other, and just not even, just completely omit The Last Jedi. I was thinking about that. I was like, did did The Rise of Skywalker basically, was it just a sequel to The Force Awakens? Yes, it was. If you think about, so, okay, so I was talking to some people um, at work about this, right? So, if you, so, and, and there's only, there's only so many different things you can, to do based on like what you have right so we know that carrie fisher princess leia passed away so we know that it's recycled footage from the force awakens but they were able to use that footage to essentially create leia's character throughout the entire movie which leads me to believe 
that J.J. Abrams, when he was shooting The Force Awakens, was like, well, we'll use this footage for the next movie. Let's, you know, shoot a couple scenes here. Because the fact that they had footage with Leia interacting with topics of conversation that included Palpatine leads me to believe that J.J. Abrams' original trilogy would have had Palpatine in the eighth movie, and then you would have had a lead-up to a ninth movie with the showdown, if you will, in the ninth movie. Well, I'm. She never says Palpatine or anything, and she just says like lurking in the shadows is what she specifically said. He's always lurking in the shadows, something like that. Did she? When? When? So, when Poe comes back and says, you know, Palpatine's returned. He's building the final order, and Leia's standing there, and she was like, "That's how he is, always lurking in the shadows, or something like that." So I wonder if that was just like an old deleted scene where she was talking about someone completely different and just and like they they made all the dialogue around it made like she was talking about Palpatine. So I thought about that too and I don't know, I'm just not sold on it. I think you could have had a whole nother movie. So this could have been like the eighth movie and then you cut it off right at the time of like the final order is there and then you have this like menacing Palpatine reigning over whatever the world and then he's destroying planets Kylo Ren is conflicted um, and whatever but it's just the whole thing about I mean well let me let me back up my initial reactions are I thoroughly enjoyed it I thought it was a good send off were there problems with it yes there were problems with it was it a perfect movie no it was not a perfect movie but I went there to be entertained I was thoroughly entertained yeah so definitely. I, that's kind of where I stand. And, you know, going in, knowing that's a 59, seeing people compare it to The Phantom Menace, which was a snooze fest. I mean, there are a lot of very dramatic takes calling it like the worst Star Wars movie. And that is very far from the truth. Like, Um, it's not bad in the, like, it's not a bad movie. There are people that were like, this is the third worst Star Wars movie and all this hoopla, right? So I, I don't know. It's just. I went in thinking, oh my god, like it's at a 57% right now, which is... You have to remember, Rotten Tomatoes is very, like, it's just the average of how many people liked it versus how many people didn't. Yeah, that's true. So it's just 57% of people liked it, is really, like, critics liked it. The audience score is much higher, but I feel like I don't trust the Star Wars fandom, (laughs) so that's fine. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean... I think it's like, I, I don't know. Like, nothing happened... I feel like I really liked The Last Jedi and I really wanted those threads to continue. Like there was this idea in The Last Jedi um, that I guess Ryan Johnson included the whole thing of like it's not necessarily just the light and the dark side. It's more um, like the, the, the war profiteers are making money off of both the Resistance and the First Order. This, they're selling them both types of ships like it's this it, the ships are coming from one person yeah or one whatever and that was like a really interesting idea it's like oh it's not just as simple as like the good guys and the bad guys because there are these other like billionaires that are making money off of this entire war and i feel like that was a really interesting thing that could have been explored but i see why it wasn't because one this had to be a movie that concludes the entire saga like that's an idea that would have to been have been introduced in the first movie and been a major kind of arc um for the entire trilogy and so i see why it was omitted but um besides that like i feel like there was nothing necessarily happened in the last jedi that 
couldn't have been like quickly wrapped up besides just like the fact that Rey found Luke. Like that could have she could have found Luke at the end of The Force Awakens and like did her training in the beginning of 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 this movie or of The Rise of Skywalker or Force Awakens could have just been a little longer. They maybe they found Luke earlier or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it definitely could have tied up loose ends like that. And then the whole Snoke dying thing, I mean, you know, it could have been, yeah. You could have had a couple final scenes where, like, Kylo Ren goes and kills Snoke and Rey finds uh, Luke. And then that could have been just, you could, that, those are, like, the two main plot points. And then you move right into uh, to the Rise of Skywalker because... Yeah. I guess the... They, sorry, continue, yeah. No, no, they go on about how Rey's parents were nobodies. And then Kylo Ren reassures that point and says, your parents were nobody. And then you're, you know, you eventually find out that Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter, which is interesting because I thought they were gonna backtrack and be like, "Just kidding, it's Obi Wan's or, or Ben Kenobi's uh, um, son or daughter or whatever," you know? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I guess the only the only major theme that carried over from the Last Jedi was the connection between Ray and Kylo, which was important to this story. I don't know if I liked it in the first place but sure i yeah i never liked that in the first place it was very confusing because like when he pulled the necklace off of her i was like okay that kind of like it doesn't break the immersion but it really screws with your head as to like what can they do because she didn't realize that he could do that yeah kind of but thing. then that's when the helmet falls and he knows where she is and all yeah. that good stuff but yeah, it's um, definitely it's definitely flawed, and there's a lot of points that were really dragged out. The whole thing with downloading C-3PO's mind and like getting the coordinates or the information, and uh, Babu Freak, as we talked about, was uh, a nice hero. little addition. Yeah, so that was that was cute. I liked uh, what was her name? Uh, Zara, um, Zari, I think. Zari. I don't know. I, I liked her a lot. I mean, she was didn't have much screen time, but I liked her a lot. Um, so sorry. No, it wasn't. Sorry. Hold on. I don't know what it was. I had the lady that rode that that beast. I forget. I, did, I totally did not catch her name. Oh, the other stormtrooper, the one of the defectors. Yes. I forgot what yes. her name was as well. And I also think um, that they set up a little bit of a, an arc there because Lando and her were talking at the end, right? About like, let's go find out where you're from or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that I feel like that could be like a Disney Plus show. Kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah, it could. And I think that having Lando back was nice. I think that. Yeah, it was know. cute. Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't in it. He wasn't in it too much. Oh, excuse me. Yawning over here. It's been a long week. It. He wasn't in it too much. He was in it just enough. Just enough to like be around and enjoy. Um, but yeah, like the whole thing with killing off Snoke was weird. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's I just, Last Jedi talking points. But I know, I know, I know. I think it's just because you yeah. look at it here and it's like Supreme Leader Kylo Ren or whatever whatever it was. What the Kylo, I forget what they said. I think um, just Ren is Ren, what they okay. kept referring to him as and I was like, Ooh, It just felt weird. It was just I don't know. It's like I, I don't feel as though he like earned Earned his know. like Vader is Vaderness, whatever. Um yeah, also it's Zori. Z O R R I Z O R I I, sorry. Gotcha. So yeah, I liked her. She was yeah, she's she was cool. Character. I really liked that planet, Kajimi or whatever, Kajimi. That was really awesome. I the one that, that they destroyed? Yes, but it was such a cool planet. I don't know, like the whole vibe. I yeah. really enjoyed that scene. Real chill vibes. <laughs> Real chill vibes. All right, do you want to delve into our, our kind of 
like specific talking points here. I gathered like literally what I thought was like the good, the so-so, the bad. Yeah, why don't we go through that? Because I mean, I just kind of have talking points. I don't have what you have here, so. So you want to go through my thing? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you want right. to go through it? I can read it. Whatever. Yeah, I don't no, care. that's fine. All right, cool. Um, so the good, obviously, Babu Freak. What an angel! <laughs> I know. At we first, I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah. Um, so it's I don't know. He's <laughs> I don't know. He's you like, make like any like baby-looking character in the Star Wars universe, and people are like, "Oh my god!" But he was so funny. Next is gonna be Baby Chewbacca. Watch. And C-3PO wakes back up, and he was like, "I am C-3PO, human cyborg relations." He's like. I am Babu Freak or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's dumb little voice. Yeah. Yes. Um, that, that was totally an I am Groot moment. Like, I don't yeah. know. It was just, yeah. I it liked was, it a lot, though. It was kind of like a, an I am Steve Rogers. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. There's a lot of endgame parallels, too, with the whole ending sequence when they're like, what are we going to do? Like, Poe, what are we going to do? And then he's like, literally basically says on your left, he's like, but Lando's like, oh, we're back. And all... I don't know. All I was missing was the Doctor Strange portals opening up with all the ships that came through. And I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. Here. Oh, 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 I didn't even think of it like that. Oh, I immediately was like, oh, okay, this is going to be some endgame shit. And it was. I did not even think about that. It so exactly it's funny because in the beginning when, when, when Ren was trying to find the Wayfinder, I was like, oh, we got Infinity Stones now? And then... <laughs> just one Infinity Stone. Just one Infinity Stone. Well, there's two, I guess. Um... Anyway, I thought Exegol was really, really cool, and Kijimi as well. But like the the sh- the the visuals of Exegol were awesome. I don't know. The I really visuals liked the... of Exegol were very cool. Kijimi was cool, but wait, Kijimi, sorry, Kijimi was the one when they were going through and they're like the houses were being raided or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. I just like the vibe of it. I don't know. Yeah, it was. It felt very like in disarray to the point where when it exploded, I'm like, okay, it's probably better for everybody. <laughs> right, it's probably like they took all the co- children already, so yeah, so it's, it's okay. whatever. Um, but I just like the planet itself as an idea. I thought that was cool. I don't know if it's a new planet or if it, it was any, if it's like in any of the existing Star Wars lore, but I don't know. I yeah, but then for Exegol, so Exegol was now jog my memory here because I'm getting all my planets mixed up. Where was the Crash Death Star? Um, not Exegol. Exegol or the Crash Death Star is the planet where they went to find the Wayfinder. Correct, I got that. So it's not... Yeah. A, okay, so Exegol was purely just the Star Destroyers, right? Yeah, that's like just gotcha. like a Sith hideout that's like not on any star charts. Yeah, totally. yeah, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. I'm clear. So yeah. for a second, I thought that the Crash star, uh, the crash uh, Death Star was Exegol, but no. And then uh, yeah. the, the ships were just above. No, it's not. Okay. Yeah. Like the whole, like the lightning and like just, I don't know. I thought it was... I mean, I'm yes. obviously a horror movie fan, so like I thought it was really creepy and cool. Like the, the way the music... I don't know. There was like a lot of really cool sound effects and like sound design in that. The music was very well done. I don't know if you paid attention to the orchestrated pieces, but they I were did. very, very well done. Yeah. And Ray's theme still like gives me chills from all the way back to Force Awakens, right? So yeah. I uh, thoroughly guess. That one? Or Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Um so it's yeah. a real a real slapper. <laughs> a real heater, if you will. Um <laughs> anyways, I really liked the, I'm watching this group chat go through and talk about this movie, and they're trying to guess at what Finn was going to say to Ray. Oh yeah, so okay, so he never like I was I, I don't know I was like oh, am I crazy? Did he say anything? Did he actually find out. So um, we'll get to that because I have a very <laughs> big annoyance about that whole thing. Um, but Ray and Finn and Poe just in general together, 
I thought that was really cool that they were finally able to have some really good kind of moments as a team um, that we didn't really get as much of in both the first and the second movies. Um, like in The Force Awakens, they're kind of usually mostly split up. Um, and as soon as they kind of get back together, they're split up again for the entirety of Last Jedi um, until literally the very, very end. Uh, so it was good to have like some some good sequences with, with their, I don't know, I like their dynamic together. It was good. Yeah, and then at the end when they all hugged and they were all happy to see each other, it was yeah. very, uh, very touching. It was good. It was cute. I almost cried a little bit. I was like, oh, we're never going to see these people again. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah, right. That's such a <laughs> little crap. Well, no, I've, I genuinely, I don't know, I hope, <laughs> I'm very hope, very much hoping that we never see like an actual, like in this universe, Star Wars, like nothing connected to Palpatine, Vader, Ren, Skywalker, like any of that. Like it's just, like if we get another Star Wars movie, it's like something completely different. Because yeah. remember, this is like the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah, like, we're yeah, we'll see. Because, like, then it would be so cool to bring someone like Ryan Johnson back where they have these, like, really cool new ideas and are able to explore them without people being like, that's not what Star Wars is about. And it's like, well, good news. This isn't a story about Luke Skywalker anymore. Just like The Mandalorian. Just like The Mandalorian. Mandalorian, which I haven't caught up yet, apparently, finally, in the penultimate episode before the last, like, the season finale, it's finally a new thing because every episode up till now has been like, well, we're going to this new place, and we're going to leave now. Bye. And you're like, okay, that's cool. I'm glad we were introduced to all these new characters that we're never going to see again. So I'm excited to watch uh, episode seven. But anyways, overall satisfying. Um, the so-so. So here's where we're going to get into the weeds of things. The whole lineage thing, where obviously Rey is now revealed to have been a, a Palpatine. She's the granddaughter of Emperor Palpatine himself. <sighs> I didn't hate it. I really thought it was actually kind of interesting, but I wish that we had known about this from the beginning of the trilogy because I feel like it would have been so much more like interesting and held so much more weight if we had already known this from if that was like the big reveal at the end of the Force Awakens and you're like holy shit and then like there's mo- there's so much more meaning to a lot more scenes if you go back and think about like Kylo and Rey's communication because he's like the daughter of the good people or she's the daughter of the the bad and he's the son of the good and it's like the interesting like irony like symmetry of that like and then the final scene would feel so much more weighty as opposed to like we just learned this an hour ago that's weird but now it's supposed to be like this big dramatic scene I don't know like I didn't hate this, it this this should have been an episode 8 reveal you're even like beginning of episode eight, I feel like it just the beginning of episode eight, and then longer. leading, yeah, and then leading into the whole Kylo and and Ray like force talking to each other. Yeah, but now it's like, oh, okay, well, like it, I, it just feels so like quick, it was sh- yeah. it was shoved in kind of in the last. It's a and it just kind of like it, I do wish it happened before the last Jedi, just because I know the last Jedi did the whole thing where it's like your parents were nothing, but. Now it's like, oh, just kidding. They were nothing, but your grandparents were nothing. Hey, it's like, okay, we get it. So, yeah, it's it's unfortunate because it's very clear that J.J. Abrams clearly thought that he had a good shot at doing the whole trilogy, and then whatever happened happened. I I still don't know if they wanted to do three different directors or what it was, but then Ryan Johnson did his thing and clearly did not agree with what J.J. Abrams had proposed. 
Brian so, Johnson has said that he took the script to JJ and JJ like agreed on all the story beats and he was like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. So like, I mean, maybe that's just what they said to the media and maybe JJ was like, please don't do this because I want to do something different in the end. And J- maybe Ryan was like, no, like screw you. But I can't imagine well, that's what happened. Hold on a second. So Ryan Johnson was initially doing the Rise of Skywalker, was he not? I don't think so. I think it was always known that because I actually went back and looked at interviews, like to pull up these quotes from 2017, and it was known then that JJ, like as soon as as soon as Last Jedi came out, that JJ was gonna do Rise of Skywalker. So, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like totally new information or anything, but I don't know. I don't know. Let me let me look here. I'll I'll do some digging. I could have swore that it was like news that we were getting JJ Abrams instead. And I thought that that was because of, I don't know if it was a falling out or if who it was that was supposed to do it. Um, I don't think it was because I literally, these articles that I read that mentioned like, and J.J. Abrams, we were reprising his directorial role, were like literally the day of release of The Last Jedi. No, I think it was even decided before then. Or maybe even before then. So I can't imagine. Here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In June 2014, it was announced that Ryan Johnson, writer and director of The Last Jedi, would write a story treatment for episode 9. In August 2015, Colin Trevorrow was announced as the director of the film. He was to write the script with frequent collaborator Derek Connolly. Oh, there were going to be three different directors. Correct. So then when did J.J. come back? When did they decide that he was going to come back? Right uh, as this one comes Jedi from, came out? This one comes from Den of Geek. We finally know why Colin Trevorrow was replaced by J.J. Abrams as the director of the Star Wars episode 9. Uh, it's been more than a year. This is from April 2019. Uh, more than a year since Colin Trevorrow was replaced as the director of Episode 9, while the director and Luke's film have remained quiet. About the reason behind Trevorrow's departure, a new report from the Wall Street Journal cites the quality of Trevorrow and, co- and co-writer Jack Thorne's first draft of the script as the reason for the change. According to Wall Street Journal, both Trevorrow, Trevorrow my gosh, and Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy were unhappy with the draft. Trevorrow asked for another shot at the script, but Kennedy declined preferring to write the ship quickly with a Star Wars veteran instead of giving the Jurassic World director more time. Oh, yikes. I would have been a Jurassic World's director. Anyways. That's Colin Trevorrow, yeah. Yeah. If Kennedy and Trevorrow clashed at some point in the development of Episode Nine, handing in a subpar script is probably the final nail in the coffin for the director. Previously, Kennedy had also replaced Phil Lord and Chris Miller as the directors of Solo, a Star Wars story, due to creative differences. Kennedy reportedly didn't like the director's improvisational directing style or the fact that they were making a version of the film with a more comedic tone. Uh, in the end, Kennedy chose big-name experienced directors to helm these movies. Ron Howard for Solo and J.J. Abrams for Episode Nine. Judging from the stories of Trevorrow and Lord of, and Miller, Kennedy is interested in hiring directors who can get with the program quickly and deliver the quality storytelling she she expects of every new installment of the franchise. I mean, uh, that's fair. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, so I guess it wasn't, like, an, an issue with Last Jedi that brought J.J. Abrams back. It was just they didn't like where they were taking it, I guess. Maybe they were picking up too many of the threads from Last Jedi and exploring them, and they were like, actually, let's not. Well, if you if you heard what I was saying in this article, though, she said, it said that Kathleen Kennedy wanted someone experienced to write the ship. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but she so might write the ship from the, the script. That was bad. Not from oh, Last Jedi. I interpreted that as Last Jedi. Okay, I see right, what you're saying. Yeah. No, because she didn't. So he was like, "Oh, give me one more shot," and she's like, mm, "We don't have time for that." So, go talk about dinosaurs roaming the world freely. 
<laughs> anyways i still haven't seen the second jurassic world but anyways so anyways we did the man. lineage thing um leia's death how'd you feel about that i don't Her know old. what better way there would have been to do that i mean it's like fair, you're, you're really grasping at straws on well no I don't, I didn't, it wasn't her, her dying in general was fine, but oh. like the whole, everything around, like the whole Kylo thing. Yeah, 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 I do agree with that, so. It just felt weird, like the whole scene. It was, so it was very, there was this, I think had J.J. done all three movies, there would have been more, or even, you know, whatever, more than what he did, I guess, so, which would be all three movies, so I guess there was a lot of sticking points with like Kylo Ren was clearly like, I really want to see you know, he, he, there was the desire for him to go back and see his mother. But he didn't want to. And then she wanted to see him. And if you remember in Force Awakens, she was like, bring our son home. And he didn't. So, <laughs> but I don't know. Did. I feel like that was a broken, a broken arc that would have been delved into more. Yeah. Speaking of arcs, I guess I'll just jump into my main kind of gripe with the movie um just kylo's entire arc in general um in this movie specifically i think he was set up to be such a cool villain because he was like one of those villains that you can like almost sympathize with obviously ray sympathized with him a little bit um in the last jedi and so that made him all the more dangerous because he was like kind of i don't know what's the word likable yeah likable there it goes um but then I don't know. I The more I think about it, the more I'm like, maybe it wasn't too bad. But the whole thing where he was literally up till that moment where they're fighting on the Death Star, he's like a murderous, genocidal supreme leader where he literally had a scene that like echoed Darth Vader, like when they were around the conference room table and he choked the dude and like threw him up against the thing that was like very Vader-esque and he had his mask back on and they're all calling him supreme leader. And then suddenly his mom calls him. He doesn't even say anything. She just says, Ben, and then dies. And then he's like, oh, shit, let me drop my lightsaber. And then, I don't know, I felt and like then that Ra- was... And then Ray stabs him. And, and then Ray stabs him. him. Ray stabs him and heals him. And then he's like, suddenly like, you know what? Okay, people are good. Maybe I'll stop committing murder. That was like such a wild change of heart that happened so quickly. That, again, is a testament testament to this not being... This was too much movie for one movie. It should have been episode eight and nine as opposed to just nine kind of thing. But I don't know. It just felt weird. Like it all happened way too fast. But Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. But I, I don't know. Like, I mean, what, nothing could have been done besides. Yeah, like what were their options being yeah. like, hey, it's a cliffhanger. Surprise, episode 10. <laughs> Surprise. It's a quadrilogy. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was just a, a thing. And then the whole Raylo kiss at the end. Like, really? Come on. Raylo, we're really talking about this. That's the thing. That's the ship name. But like the fact that they kissed, like, are you kidding me? Ray Finn is right there. Like literally, Finn wasn't Finn didn't see it. I mean, he wasn't right there in person, but he was like there she in her him. life. She kissed him. He died, and she moved on. Mm-hmm. I think she should. That was very quick too. It was very like it was literally kiss, two seconds. Die, move. <laughs> literally, I mean. So yeah, speaking of quick. Did you feel that the entire, like, first part of the movie was, like, playing in fast-forward? Because <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Why is it going so fast? Um... Like, the first act, at the very I don't know if, like, this carried through the whole movie. I think I kind of got used to it. 
but like the first part specifically like literally it there was no time to breathe it was like running screaming running chopping like like there was no time to breathe at all it was such rapid it was it was a lot it was very fast in the beginning yeah i, don't know if you I think I, I think i know what you're talking about so it's like there's like yeah it was exhausting like, a little bit <laughs> yeah it was a lot to take in and it was kind of like okay we're in the sand tunnels okay we're downloading c3po's brain okay we're on this planet Not even that before that like what, what was the opening scene again the opening scene was kylo looking for the for the thing and then it was like ray training and running through the bushes and then you see kylo with the mask like cutting in between her fighting the 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 little training ball and like everything was happening so that was all within like three minutes like it was so quick yeah I know, no very weird i yeah i don't know that's i but, do I, I i guess i noticed it but i didn't notice it enough that i like was legitimately bothered by it yeah all right when you watch it again you'll you'll notice but um oh yeah that's that's basically my list the uh, one little nitpick i realize this is basically a nitpick the dagger thing was silly but i guess a lot of things about these movies are silly like there's space magic <laughs> but yeah 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 my favorite like, was the dagger when like the thing came out of it and they held it up and she, like, yeah. pointed to the area and I'm like, first of all, you're standing in the exact same spot, the exact right spot. Second of all, like, the Death Star happened maybe 50 years ago before this. Like, it's actively deteriorating. What if a piece of it broke off and didn't line up anymore? Hello? <laughs> those, storm, those Stormtrooper helmets were perfectly intact, by the way. Which ones? Inside the, ones the Death in the Star. Shed? I mean, yeah, they were like, it's only 50 years old. I don't know. Everything That's was true. a little weird. Well, oh, did you mean like they should have exploded? <laughs> I don't know. Like they should have been a little dented up or something. They looked like brand new stormtrooper masks. Oh, I guess. But oh, you know what? I totally forgot about the dark ray scene. I kind of I did like that. I remember uh, when we saw that at D twenty three and we were freaking out. Yeah, of course that was that was one hundred percent meant to be like that. Yeah. I did think for a little bit that Ray was gonna get turned like briefly and they were gonna have to like bring her back. Yeah. But it was so late in the game. I was like, hello, this movie is like a hundred hours long. Honestly, yeah. No, it I. Was- was annoyed one one other thing to point here about the bad i was kind of pissed that rose didn't have more of a a a plot line in this movie yeah the whole like because she well i guess it wasn't a romance with finn i think she kissed him and finn was like "Mm, we're just friends but thanks but like i feel like she was still an interesting character i really liked her in last i I liked her i liked her character a lot yeah i wish uh, she did have more screen time yeah she was kind of like a a side character she was like yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, you come in? She's like, I really need to stay here. The general says I need to help repair ships. And then it's like, oh, hey, Rose. Hey, Finn, I gotta go do something now. Goodbye. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, she was she was underutilized, for sure. I agree there. Um, Which is unfortunate. We don't, what else happened? What else do you have in your that thing? Chewy, that chewy about? death scare, it was funny because... Dude. I was pissed when that first happened. Like, when I thought it was real, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So when it happened, I was like, okay, I guess this is just like Endgame, where characters just start dying. Um, But yeah, so that happened, and, like, the theater was dead silent. Yeah, everyone was like, like, is this for real? So the first thing that went through my head was, how are they going to sell more Chewbacca backpacks if he's dead? (laughs) Oh, my God. And I'm like, there's no way Disney is killing off Chewbacca. It just doesn't make sense. I was because it just didn't. It wasn't like a fitting death scene. Like there was no, like proper send off. But so like no. I knew like if it was a real death scene, I would have been mad because there was no like proper send off. I feel like, like last yeah. time you see him is in handcuffs, and you're just like, okay, he's gone now. 
Yeah, well, no, but I think it did exhibit how, like, Rey still didn't realize how powerful the Force is and how much well, yeah. power she has. Yeah. That was the whole point of the scene, yeah. I just, like, in retrospect, it's a cool scene, but when I first saw it, I was, like, pissed. It's like, yeah. no, what? So, I'm glad that it wasn't, that it wasn't real. Um, <laughs> what do you have? Ben Solo, a.k.a. Space Daddy, here. I saw that Twitter, that, that tweet, and I was screaming. Someone was like, <laughs> Ben Solo? More like Space Daddy. <laughs> oh and that was God. Alana Pierce, formerly from IGN. Oh, no. And I was like, hello? Please, no. I remember seeing someone, like, in, from the initial red carpet, like, or war premiere, someone had, like, replied to one of the people that saw it and was like, do they let Kylo Ren be hot in this movie? Someone was like, yes. I was like, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was, yeah, people, I don't know. I have had it. Adam Driver. He's in so many movies now. He's famous. He was, he's the guy in Girls, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he plays girls, Adam. He plays Adam in Girls. He's Adam and Girls. He's in that new movie, Marriage Story, that's on Netflix that everyone keeps making memes about with Scarlett oh, yeah. Johansson. He's you were in. Me about that. Yeah, he's in a million different things. Um, what else did we not cover? I feel like I thought that the X-wing on uh, with you know with the whole thing where she tries to throw the lightsaber into the fire, and like Luke kind of comes around like, "Hello, that's mine." Um, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Bringing up the X-wing from like literally Atlantis was cool. That was in The Last Jedi. We knew that the it, X-Wing was buried there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually bringing it out and having her fly it with the helmet and everything, I thought that was yeah. pretty clever. That was cute. That was definitely one of those, like, fan service. Oh, speaking of fan service. I know exactly I like, what you're going to say. Go ahead. Uh, do you? I was going to say, like, the reviews and everyone was like, this movie is just fan service, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I really didn't see that much. Like, it was tasteful, I felt. Like, it was, like, casual. It wasn't bad. Okay, so it's a lead-in then. So when the whole fleet comes, there is an old man with white hair that flashes on screen and oh. i have no idea who he is i'm sure I'm, that he was in the originals or something probably. i well that's what yeah so you said fancers because someone was yeah. like sitting in the corner like slamming their hands together and i was like <laughs> hello there's the nerd like how do you recognize these people uh, yeah i see. i like when he came on screen i definitely thought that same thing i was like there has to be he's definitely famous like he was in this um Let's see. Sky, yeah. uh, Rise of Skywalker cameos explained. <laughs> this comes from CNET. Let's see. Um, composer John Williams. Look for yeah. Williams on the planet Kajimi as the band of friends enter the droid shop. He appears for a moment only to shake his head in dismay at the group storming in. Interesting. Uh, okay. Wedge Antilles and Tees. Played by Dennis Lawson, the fighter pilot from the original trilogy makes a one-shot cameo in the final battle. There you go. Okay. He's a gunner on the Millennium Falcon as it races to help the Resistance. Oh, okay. Nice flying, Lando, he says. Lin-Manuel Miranda as a Resistance fighter. What? Uh, though we didn't exactly spot him, this photo from the set says it all. Miranda was there all along, blending in as part of the Resistance. On Tuesday, he was also he also revealed that he contributed music to the film... Like he did for Force Awakens. Update, we spotted him. Look for Hamilton himself when the Resistance is celebrating all together on the right side of your screen. He's in beige, hugging a female fighter pilot. Apparently, um, Harry Styles is one of the stormtroopers, but we don't know who, which one. Interesting. I feel like that's fake news, though. Um, like, these websites that say, confirmed, It's they're all like the tabloids. So I'm like, maybe it's not. Maybe this is fake news. Ignore me. Colonel Aftab Akbar. 
The Mokau son of the late Admiral Gial Itatrap Akbar is among the resistance fighters. He's voiced by Chris Terrier, who wrote The Rise of Skywalker with Abrams. Akbar first appeared in Marvel's Comics' Allegiance mini- miniseries. Uh, okay. Sure. Oh, I forgot that they make Star Wars comics <laughs> that I don't consume. Nian Nund? Nundb? Nundb? Numb. What? Can you spell that? Lando's N-U-N-B. Okay. Lando's Salustin co-pilot from Return of the Jedi is still fighting the good fight with the Resistance. He's voiced by Kipsang Rotish. Um, These are like the really small like cameo things. Porgs. They do appear briefly when Rey burns a ship on her own to Octu to try to seal herself off from everyone. Harrison Ford is Han Solo. All oh, those yeah. Voices. That was a fun little cameo. Because I, oh. I remember him being like distinctly sick of the Star Wars movies. And he's like, please kill me. And yet, <laughs> they're like, come on. How about like one more minute? <laughs> he's like, okay. Uh, all those voices. Remember this? When Ray is hearing all the Jedi come together for her, we heard Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah. Um, Yoda, the OG, not the baby. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr., who's Canon Jarrus from the animated series Star Wars Rebels. And Liam Neeson, who's Qui-Gon Jinn from the prequels. Remember how there, Liam Neeson was in these movies? I forgot. There were so many, it was impossible to decipher them all. I mean, yeah. Like, I just heard them, and I like, assumed that it was all these, like, voices that people that have lived and breathed by these movies would recognize, but not me. The, the Knights of Ren were hinted at in Force Awakens? Because, I, yeah, I remember them being mentioned at some point. Like, that wasn't a new, totally new concept to me. Like, I remember hearing about it, but I wasn't sure where I heard about it. So that sounds right. It really says Kylo Ren's goon squad. It's me. Literally, though. They're like, uh, like what's his face? Like Thanos's goon squad. Oh, God. That, yeah. I think I like these guys better. They were pretty Instead cool. Instead of Squidward and all the <laughs> Squidward. other Squidward. And what, what was her name? Like, Ex Machina or some shit. It was like Proxima. Oh, Proxima Midnight. Yeah, that one. Like, what a dumb name. Get out of here. Anyways. This stupid thing. Oh my gosh. There's all these How would you rate about. this? I wouldn't say let's rank the Star Wars movies, but I don't... I'm tired. So you said, <laughs> that, rank this you out said of 10. that as Josh Gad just retweeted this list from Ben Platt, who says, My much-anticipated rankings for the 11 Star Wars films. Uh, one, Sunday in the Park with George. Two, Company. <laughs> three, Into the Woods. Four, Sweeney Todd. Five, Merrily Roll Along. Six, A Little Night Music. Seven, Follies. <laughs> Musicals. Eight, Assassins. Nine, Forum. Ten, I've Never Seen a Star Wars Film. Eleven, Passion. <laughs> so dumb. Just as you said that. Um, oh, man. So amongst the nine core Skywalker Saga movies... No, just like a rating out of 10. I wouldn't... Oh, out of 10, out of 10, yeah. out of 10. This yeah. is like a solid 7, 7.5. I was going to say 7, yeah. Yeah, not a 59. 59 is like, you know, for once, IGN got it right. I think IGN Did they give it a, it a seven, 7 as well? Yeah. Got it, yeah. That's what I would rank it. I mean... Yeah, I, I've given on my letterbox so far, I've given um, Force Awakens a 9, Last Jedi is 8, and this one would be 7. So it's wow. kind of like the reverse Amazing. of the episode numbers. <laughs> it's perfect. But yeah, overall, pretty good. I'm going to go watch it again tonight, and we'll see if I like it better this time around. Given that you, I'm not I like I give you so much credit. I don't anxious. know how you watch these movies like two days, two times in a row. Why not? 
I don't sure. know. It's just it's just like I need more time to digest. Like I need to see it in like maybe a couple weeks. I mean, I'll probably see it again in a couple weeks, but that's also excessive. <laughs> well, so I was never gonna go. Tonight was supposed to be my IMAX viewing of it, but then I realized I wasn't even playing an IMAX, and so I got another round of tickets for Dolby. But I'm seeing it with Carla and Brad because I saw it alone last night. So what a champ! I'll see it with friends this time. Wow, what a champ! Star Wars with friends, amazing. <laughs> and after, I'm, actually no I'm going to be sitting alone this time too because we couldn't get three seats together oh so my I'm just going to be sitting in the back like did you guys see that <laughs> anyways hey, hey y'all see that in the corner it'll be fine alright uh, that is it for episode 65 67.5 Rise of Skywalker on the next episode Ahmed counts down the tumble line, the tumble line. oh my god the number wow line. <laughs> anyways you can't even make fun of me properly I got uh, nervous because um, a certain Echo Dot went bring and like flashed up. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, we don't need your assistance. Anyways, yes, that is it for episode 67.5. Thank you all for listening to our wonderful spoiler cast. And have a wonderful holiday. I don't think we're going to have an episode before uh, before the new year. Are we? Yeah, I don't know. That's Probably not. Question. Let's go off the assumption that we're not. <laughs> Have a happy holiday. Merry Go Christmas. See Star happy Wars New Year. And enjoy. Go see Star Wars again and again, if you so please. Or just go watch the originals. Maybe you like them better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is What's the Fun Cast. Signing off. Peace.